Good Monday morning. This is Sarah Waple, General Manager of Growth Dynamics, and I am here with this week's installment of Monday Morning Manager. So we're just going to go right into this one. It's about calling on decision makers. Without further ado, here we go. Symptoms. When Kathy hired Everett, a former user of her company's products, she thought she had finally found someone who could easily penetrate her market. Everett came from the industry and had been a devoted user of Kathy's products in his role as a product repair specialist. When Everett told Kathy he wanted to make the jump from user to salesperson for her product line, she thought it was a great idea and immediately offered him a position. Now, six months after starting in his new sales role, Everett and Kathy were both frustrated at how ineffective Everett had been in producing results. All of the users Everett knew and met with were glad to hear his product expertise and belief in the product, but rarely did it turn into any new business. Diagnosis Everett typified what happens many times when users make the jump and become sellers. He knew the language and he knew the issues that other product users dealt with daily. Plus, he knew all the shortcomings of the competitor's goods. Once Everett got to speak with them, how could these advantages not produce quick sales and new customers? It seems like a no-brainer for Everett to leverage his past to create his future. He failed to remember one thing from his days in the field providing service, that whenever a new product was purchased, the decision was not based on what the techs preferred, but on what the boss decided was best. Even when users saw a clear advantage to making a change, the people he was calling on didn't have the responsibility or authority to say both yes and no for a new product line purchase. In truth, Everett was too comfortable talking to people that really could only say no and could never deliver the yes. Prescription Any salesman worth his salt would use his past connections and hands-on experience like Everett did as he moved into sales. A problem that arises with someone of this background is they don't appreciate the hierarchy that you have to be talking with the right person at the right level of authority who's able to pull the trigger and make the final decision. Too often, salespeople tend to focus on the people that will really like a new product or technology and then hope that they have the power to do the real selling to the actual decision maker. To get out of this rut, Everett needs to sell above the comfort level that he has with users. He needs to talk about business and profit opportunities with the people upstairs, and let the inside selling happen from the top down. It's only when the final decision maker can truly understand the business value a product or service can bring that the decisions will get made and the users will follow. Critical thinking. 
As your career has progressed, have you seen a shift in people you're willing to hold selling conversations with? Can you identify a decision maker faster than before? The drill. The drill always starts with our final thoughts for the morning. Today we have two short and sweet ones. If you're not selling to the top, you'll end up at the bottom. And second, it's not what you say that counts. It's what they believe that matters most. And now, of course, the drill. We need to hear how you did last week. Did you accomplish your three stated goals? Did you use growth dynamics tactics? And this week, we cannot wait to see your goals, personal and or professional, and how you plan to accomplish them using growth dynamics tactics. Now, go out there and make this week the best one yet. For more information about Charlie, Sarah, and Growth Dynamics, you can find information online at www.growthdynamicsonline.com or find us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and now Instagram.